side of midnight with Frank Morano. Zeppelin singing hot dog. Certainly nothing more American than the hot dog, is it? Well, years ago, the same thing could have been said in the rust belt of the good old-fashioned American factory. But a funny thing has happened over the course of the last 30, 35 years. And gradually, the American factories have been closing And the clothing that we're wearing, the footwear that we're wearing, the toys that we're buying, the electronics that we're purchasing, almost everything has labels that say made in China, made in Taiwan, made in Mexico, made in Malaysia, made somewhere that isn't the United States. Now, the free traders say, what's the harm? This means bigger corporate profits. This means uh, lower prices for American consumers. You think you'd be able to go to Walmart and get these kind of prices if everything wasn't made in China? Well, somebody that uh, believes that maybe there is some harm to uh, the demise of American, or at least decline of American manufacturing, is Todd Lipscomb, uh, somebody that uh, I've admired for a long time, whose book I read about 12 years ago when it came out. It's called Remade in the USA, How We Can Restore Jobs, Retool Manufacturing, and Compete with the World. Todd, it is great to talk with you again. How have you been? Frank, it's great to be back. Yes, I'm doing really well, and our effort's going really well, too. Great. Uh, We're going to talk with you about uh, what you're doing at Made in USA Forever uh, in just a bit. But um, give people a little bit of an idea of your background when were you've got a lot of experience in international business? What was your sort of career profile? What were you doing uh, prior to making restoring American manufacturing your your cause? I lived in Asia twice for a total of over seven years, working for a USA tech company. And Frank, I saw it all. I mean, they're cheating us blind over there. It's it's a fact. I mean, the conditions, the factory conditions, the pollution. It's dangerous what they're doing, and especially China. They'll do anything to get our factories. It's a very long-term game on their part to put themselves into power as the next world superpower and take us out of the picture eventually. I mean, it's a fact, and we've got to stand up for our own nation, too, and our own jobs. 
And um, give folks an idea of mm-hmm. where American manufacturing is today, say, to compare, comparing it to where it was around 40 or 50 years ago. You're absolutely right that it's much, much less. But uh, yeah, we have over 600 American suppliers on the site uh, that you mentioned, and we're supporting more and more every day. I think people are really waking up to this issue. The more people insist that where something is made matters – I think the more that these manufacturers will eventually, uh, you know, wake up and smell the coffee. I mean, a lot of the costs involved are not even the labor. They're the avoiding the uh, pollution, uh, you know, and cleanup issues. They're also avoiding, uh, you know, taxes. And they have tax subsidies in China to support unfairly exports to the USA. So, uh, so in terms of – so there yeah. has been, though, a decline in American manufacturing, right? Absolutely, and yes. What is what does that exactly mean for the American economy? Some people will say this is just the natural order of things, shifting from a, a kind of a blue-collar to a white-collar economy, moving from a manufacturing-based uh, sector economy to a service and uh, mm-hmm. uh, tech-based sector economy. Why are Why is that a faulty premise? We had the largest deficit in debt history last year, over a trillion dollars, Frank. And it's ludicrous to think that uh, we can switch over to, uh, you know, some sort of white collar, you know, only economy. And it, it, honestly, it's just a lie for the masses to try to get them on board with this. Uh, you know, why somebody who is just worried about their bonuses, you know, pushes this kind of ridiculous agenda. The USA needs good middle-class jobs, and that's what Made in USA produces and did produce and still can produce. Uh, Jobs that pay well, jobs that have meaning and purpose. You know, a lot of men that I know in their 50s or younger even are are lacking a purpose and resilience that we used to have. And I firmly believe a big part of this issue is because they used to be able to get a job where they could, uh, you know, raise their family, maybe save a little bit, maybe send their kids to school. But now it's very, well, there's the haves and haves not. I mean, not everybody can be an engineer or a lawyer, Frank. I mean, we need jobs beyond that that also pay well that, uh, you know, have meaning and purpose for these guys. And there is um, obviously there are the people that love the cheap prices at places like Walmart. And if you go into mm-hmm. Walmart and you look at where those items are made, right. you see uh, almost all of them are made in China or some other some other mm-hmm. country other than the United States. Uh, what's what's the matter with that? Won't if we import start buying more American made goods, doesn't that mean we're going to have to pay higher prices? Usually the American products that I've seen with my years of experience with this issue last much longer. So, I mean, it may seem more expensive immediately, but if you pay 20% more and it lasts twice as long, that's a much better value in the long run. Yeah. So tell me what you did with your website here, madeinusaforever.com. Yeah. We've added suppliers you know, small, mostly family-owned suppliers from all over our great nation, every single state. Yes, even New York still makes a lot if you really stop and look. And, so, uh, yeah, yeah, check it out. It's, uh, you know, products that you might have thought weren't made here for a long time. Of course, electronics and others are almost completely gone. But there's still lots of cool stuff made here in the States. 
And I think people are, are going to be very happy when they see it. Yeah, and if people haven't read the, your book yet, which I, I hope they do, um, remade in the USA, and it's available on Amazon and um, most online booksellers, what are they going to learn in this book? Well, as you know, I was over there seeing things from behind the scenes, and I saw the horrific conditions, especially at the subcontractor, and I saw what was going on you know, with these other nations. Our fr- even our friends over there are ripping us off. It's bizarre. And, you know, they really can't understand why we aren't smarter about this. And it's a ticking time bomb for our economy and our nation as, as, these, as it gets hollowed out. And we're going to wake up one day, and it's like this signature bank and SVB suddenly disappearing on Friday or this weekend. You know, I, whoops, no, it's, uh, there are long-term you know, issues that have been getting worse and worse that we should have dealt with but didn't. Uh, and, but we, the people, can take a stand. And as I said, you know, if somebody goes into the store and says, you know, hey, I would prefer Made in USA, and I'm just not going to buy something from you today you know, because of this, or and then they'd look online and they can find that there is stuff still out there. Those stores will listen. Those retailers will listen, and they'll seek out these manufacturers, and and it really makes a difference. In uh, we're talking with Todd Lipscomb. If you're interested in buying some products that are made in the USA, whether you're talking clothing, whether you're talking food, whether you're talking cookware, whether you're talking uh, children's toys, jewelry, uh, anything of uh, sports and outdoor wear, go to his website, MadeInUSAForever.com. One of the things that we hear, Todd. Mm-hmm. When it's uh, Donald Trump or any other politician that tries to enact some sort of protectionist tariff to protect American industry so that they have a little bit of an advantage over foreign importers or foreign exporters that might be trying to sell the same product to the same consumers. One of the things we always hear is this is going to lead to a trade war and it's going to raise prices significantly for everybody. What do you say to that argument, Todd? You know, we didn't even have an income tax, Frank, until about 1919. Uh, before that, the federal government completely funded itself almost solely on tariffs. So it's really, I think, not a dirty word to consider. We, I mean, first of all, these other nations absolutely have tariffs, too. And they have formal ones, which are laws, and then they have informal ways to block out uh, you know, uh, for example, American farmers' uh, products like apples to Japan, they use all sorts of ridiculous rules and, and ways to block uh, exports to Japan. And um, we need to get smart about this stuff. It's it's bizarre that we're being totally taken advantage of. Yes, yes President Trump has been talking about this also for many years, and I appreciate that. But it's time that we end being taken advantage of by supposedly our friends and partners or at least someone that wants to trade with us and, and take a stand for our nation, too. It, um, I mean, will it could it lead to more trade wars? Possibly. I mean, are more trade wars coming anyway? I mean, as soon as the Chinese figure out that we're not going to pay them back, are they going to keep loaning us all this money, you know, to, to buy all this junk? So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, repercussions are coming one way or another. And I think it's a lot better if we choose the time and place to, uh, you know, address these issues right now. 
In terms of um, the things that you think people are attracted to on the site, MadeInUSAForever.com, what are you particularly proud of that people could purchase on here? You know, uh, one thing that we've added since we chatted, uh, I think, Frank, is this uh, San Diego company called uh, American Tuna, but they also have salmon. Hmm. It's 100% uh, USA caught and canned tuna. There's uh, that in the last five years in these cans, so in these troubles or if there's a lot of snow or whatever and people are stuck, I mean, they can, they can be sure to have some delicious food that's loaded with protein right there and ready to go. But there's, as I said, there's so many others, you know, like the jeans and the towels and uh, fun stuff like uh, cash candles that have uh, money buried in the wax of the candles and you know, yeah, check it out and see. I think folks will be pleasantly surprised from, you know, almost every angle. Uh, it's always a treat to talk with you, Todd. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Frank. If you want to comment on any portion of my conversation with Todd Lipscomb, you're welcome to give me a call, 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. If you have thoughts on this or anything else we've covered thus far. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.